Hello, this is Jamie. And this is Heather. And welcome to Using Our Inside Voice, a podcast where we awaken to the extraordinary meaning of everyday mundane life by passing it through a particle collider of different and differing perspectives. Has this week shown us a glimmer of light? Are the clouds beginning to recede from this new energetic space? We now find ourselves in, for those of you who are just tuning in to our ongoing discussion about this topic, we have been following the progression of a message we received during the 2022-11-11 portal back in November, which was clear and simple, but left us with nothing but questions. And that message was, you're coming into port. So this week has given us a bit of new information, and we're very excited about it. it makes perfect sense, as always, but boy, did it take a lot of uh, trust to get here. <laughs> Yes, but it's been it's been kind of cool. Like I've enjoyed like usually I I don't enjoy when messages kind of trickle through mm -hmm. because I feel like I'm constantly like grasping at like the next little piece. But this one has actually been fun. It's been like a treasure hunt more than mm -hmm. like like I'm having it's not like I'm having stuff kept from me this time. It's more like, no, here's here's little bits. And then I get to go and discover the next little but so it it feels more fun you're, you're like you're like james woods and family guy picking up the pieces of candy Ooh, piece of candy Ooh, piece of candy you ever see that one where they're trying to lure no. in james woods like they did et and so they put down oh, a trailer. nice Ooh, piece of candy yeah piece of candy yeah mm -hmm. yeah and i no, think that's my, totally what my, it feels like. my big piece of candy this week was when i did that post that said, um, I when I realized I was experiencing excitement instead of anxiety, which we talked about before. Yeah. But it wasn't until I created the post, which seemed sort of, I don't know, it seemed kind of mundane and repetitive to me, although you can kind of never have too much reassurance or validation in this journey. It's sometimes nice to hear the same mm -hmm. things over and over again. So you know that, that other people are still experiencing the same things you are. But I don't like to repeat myself and and I felt like I was repeating myself, but they only gave me this little fraction of the message in order to, for me to put some sort of graphic behind it because I think a lot of times the problem is when I get too big a message, I don't know how to convey it visually. And so they just were like, no, just go write those words and make it pretty. And I was like... All right, like that seems very mundane, but okay, I'll play your game. And I played the game, and when I sent it to you, that's when they were like, oh, and this, that, and the other thing. And I was like, wait, what? Uh -huh. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that? Oh my they God. They very much missed, yeah, they very much Mr. Miyagi'd it. It's like wax on, wax off. Wax off. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, shit, I created something. Oh, you wanted me to create something. Oh, this is creating. Oh, I see. <laughs> Well, it was it was less more it was less about the creation of the actual post and more about the we didn't want your brain to muck it up with all your overthinking. This is it was very much like this is the key to people starting to become aware of this thing. And I guess instead of burying the lead, which we've kind of already done, um, the thing is, it comes right off of that mistaking excitement for anxiety because those feelings feel the same in the physical body. And once you realize that you're not anxious, you're excited. Once you realize that you don't want to sit still, not because you're uncomfortable. Well, you are uncomfortable, but you're not uncomfortable because you're scared or worried. You're uncomfortable because you want to go do. You've got yeah. energy to go do. That energy to go do comes through 
And once you realize that it's an excitement that you're feeling that you get to instead of that you have to, or it's another slog that you're marching on down the, oh, I don't do this thing. Once you harness, I get to, it leads to this excitement of more what you get to do. And once you start tapping into that, that energy that lifts you, which used to be the energy that suppressed you, becomes your guiding light. And so yeah. all you have to do is figure out how, how many times in your past, and, and the only way you can do this is by figuring out right now, what, what is happening for you right now? What are you feeling in your body? Does it feel like anxiety? Is it possibly not anxiety? Instead, is it possibly excitement? And if it's excitement, what is it? Where, did, where are you going to spend that resource? Because it's a resource, right? Yeah. And we don't often realize that it's a resource. Sometimes we think, oh, God, I just want to get rid of it. And so you do. You expend it on uh, Netflix, <laughs> on distractions, <laughs> on whatever distracts you. That's where you put it. And what if that is actually the guidance now? Now yeah, that we're in this on space. Or in simply being worried about something that you can't quite put your finger on because that does soak up. I mean, that'll oh, yeah. drain you of energy real quick. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I totally get that. I totally feel that. Um, I think, like, for me personally, I'm also in a space right now where, like, I have excitement about things that I know are coming. But currently, it's like it's stirring a level of excitement that physically I'm unable to fully. I'm not fully able to expend that energy like in the physical way that I want to yet because my body's just not prepared for it yet. There's mm -hmm. still other stuff that I'm dealing with. My body's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, <laughs> you want to go do cartwheels, and I'm not prepared for that. You're going to break your neck if you try that right now. And I'm like, but come on. <laughs> I want to go. Let's go. Yeah. There's a um, lot of get up and go right now. Yeah. So that that gets tricky. That gets a little tricky. I've had a couple of moments this this past week where... I've had to kind of like check, check in with myself and not let myself, um, you know, I'm allowing myself to feel the feels, but I'm trying not to set in the, oh man, I wish I could just go do X, Y, and Z, you know, it's like, and get bummed about it. It's like, okay, mm -hmm. well, instead of getting bummed about it, let's get excited about like what's on the horizon about like you know how things can look let's let's try to reframe it and reshape it a little bit so i have to kind of sometimes i have to nudge myself back into that space and go you know don't let go of that it's you know that's still that's still really cool like that's that's where the the good stuff is so and that's really what um, they what they showed me while you were saying that was just a lump of clay and that's what makes that's creation right there. That's manifestation yeah. right there. You can have a lump of clay, which is just a resource. It's a raw resource, just like our excitement, or if you're misinterpreting mm -hmm. it, your anxiety, that's a raw resource. And this journey that we've been on has turned us at least into the direction of becoming creators, artists in our own lives. 
And the difference between a sculptor and not a sculptor is not a sculptor sees that raw resource is just a lump and what could I ever do with that? And I can't even imagine it to now you are the sculptor of your life and you look at that raw resource and you might feel overwhelmed by it. It might be just the vision of it before you seems overwhelmingly lumpy and blah, but you know, because of what you've been through, you're starting to realize that it's all about how you see it. It's all about your perspective. And if you can get a handle on your perspective and just start taking and maneuvering things here and there in just little ways, you can start to sculpt something amazing. Yeah. And I think the the big thing that I've been trying to do is, you know, it's like while I'm doing that, I'm trying not to forecast it so far in the future. I'm trying Same. not to, I'm also trying not to um, make the picture so detailed and complete that there's no room, that there's no wiggle room left mm-hmm. in it for it to mm-hmm. just, you know, organically develop. I'm I'm trying to come up with fun, you know, what ifs and like, you know, different different scenarios that we can plug in, but not have it be so not so planned out not so because you kind of take the fun out of it like I, I noticed so that like yeah not so fussy about it like I, I I have a tendency to do that sometimes because I am a planner by nature and I do love my research and I will sometimes drill something down to the second and not live not leave any room for for fun and it's I don't like, that's not necessary. I don't need to do that. So, you know, sometimes it is nice to like, well, let's see. Let's see where it goes. Let's see what the possibility is. Let's let what are we leaving? What can we leave room for to happen? Right. What other fun things might might pop up? And um, I've had a lot of interesting things kind of pop up lately, of course, because I'm on this very um, kind of physical portion of the journey right now. I've had a lot of interesting things kind of pop up about physicality and about how we will all kind of be changing in our physicality because it's just necessary right now. It's like from what we've been eating and the kind of activity that we do to, you know, just, just how we, how we treat our bodies, how we interact with our physical selves, you know, how we see that and, you know, kind of starting to blur those lines of separation, kind of just, just the same way we did with spirituality and in general with our humanity and our spiritual nature and kind of reintegrating. There's a lot of physical integration. Um, and I feel like that is a, a huge portion of this year as well. And I know that we've kind of been picking up on that message from from others also. I know we, we, have. we both watched like Jamie Price and yeah. I haven't watched the newest Ann Tucker, but I think she, from the title, I can't remember if it was this last one or the one before that, I think she touched touched on that well, or is touching on that she didn't release last week because she's out of the country so mm. she'll be releasing soon or she she'll be releasing soon but so it was probably the one before it was probably okay. the very last one that she did yeah um but interestingly enough i'm even feeling that that pull that motivational pull towards change in the physical body mm-hmm. like i was standing at the kitchen sink 
I don't remember what I was doing, but I remember I was standing at the kitchen sink and I just felt what I can only refer to as like lion energy, where I was just ready to roar. I wanted, like I could feel my body wanting to express strength. Yeah. And like and that's how surgeons. it begins. Yeah. Where does your body, where's your, where are you physically surging? Or in any way, where are you surging? Where is that lion ready to roar within you? And what do you have to do to make that happen? What do you have to do to help facilitate that roar? And I don't um, have the answers for myself yet, but I'm, I'm, yeah, I can tell that I'm on the path. I'm on that journey with you. But it's interesting. Like, so what was it? Was it uh, last week or the week before last? The thing in the news popped up about finding the additional chamber or the additional space inside the Great Pyramid yeah. mm-hmm. around the King's Chamber. And I've got some personal history with that. And I think we may have touched <laughs> on it a time or two in the show earlier on. I've, I've got some past life stuff. Um, but it was very funny because like when that popped up, like one of the first things I saw, well, <laughs> Like I'm watching it and of course I'm watching it in, in my head. Like I can hear other portions of me going, well, duh. Like mm-hmm. how long have we been saying this? We know this. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm watching it and kind of I can feel the inner smirk kind of, you know. You got smugsy happening. about it. I got smugsy about it. Mm-hmm. And of course I'm just like, okay, let's see what, what they come up with next. But it was interesting because like shortly thereafter, I think it may have been even been like the same evening or maybe the next day. Um God, I always forget his last name. I think it's Robert Edward. He's done a lot of like Grant the, or Ro- Robert Grant. Is it Grant? Robert Edward Grant. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Um he's he does a lot of like um uh, sacred geometry type stuff he's very much into like the physics and the mathematics and and all of that which which both intrigues me and draws me in and and equally confounds me because I don't math in this particular lifetime but I know that I've mathed <laughs> before so like everything that he says I'm like yes and then I'm like I have no idea how it works but yes <laughs> and then um <laughs> like he took a shot of the opening and and it's so dumb because it's like they've known that it was there i guess i I don't know what 2014 they've known since 2014 well like and it's like come on you guys have like lidar and other scanning you've taken other scans before but now apparently they put like the scope in and the scope gave them they like to draw this shit out i don't know why yes exactly i don't don't know why they're i mean if it's a timing thing and it needs to have whatever but anyways my my insides go come on let's just have it already um but it was interesting because uh robert grant posted this shot of the the opening that they took with the scope um and it was like a side by side of an open mouth and like how it matches up with the shape of like going back towards your uvula Mm -hmm. and you know and like did this whole thing about the throat chakra and i'm like that feels correct like that we would be finding throat chakra connected stuff right now and that definitely brings up stuff for me but as that type of stuff was coming up in the news i started getting redirected towards you know like my past life experiences my my higher self experiences and they gave me an interesting term 
to work with. It was basically, now I'm trying to remember exactly what I had said before. <laughs> It'll come to me. Like, of course, the minute that I want to say it, it goes. <laughs> oh, Try and get the it. Try multi, yeah, it's the multidimensional ancestral self is the term that they gave me to work with, which definitely mm-hmm. like immediately struck a chord for me because my whole past life journey before I started working with you I was doing it on my own and one of the first very first experiences that I had I met three previous versions of myself that after I did like I was told go and look them up go find them because you'll be able to find them they're it's it's all there and when I put my genealogical hat on I did I I found like in my family history, the individuals that they had referred to. And I'm like, holy crap, that is a thing. That is a thing. That is an interesting thing. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. how I feel about that. I don't know what to do with that information. But like, does everybody have this? I'm assuming everybody has to have this or something like it because dang. Um right. And I remember when you told me about it, and it was mind blowing then, but then you showed me the picture of one of those selves. And the resemblance is uncanny. I will do an Instagram post. We've been waiting for this. I'll do an Instagram post showing, showing past life Jamie and current Jamie side by sides. And um, yeah, (laughs) it's just really incredible to see. Especially the eye color. Baby Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, the eye color, the hair color. Even though in this lifetime, the hair color was chosen, it was chosen for a reason, right? Yeah. You went red for a reason. I Um, went red for a reason, but yeah. So if you're not following us on Instagram, now's the time because that's going to be really cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really interesting. But what they were kind of guiding me back towards was that, you know, as we've been doing all of this healing work as we've been going back and reintegrating portions of the self what we're being left with are really some of the coolest and most interestingly diverse portions of ourself to work with to pull from this morning as i was thinking about it they they actually showed me like um they they showed me like the playing cards from the game magic Mm -hmm. which i was never allowed to play with any of my friends when i was younger (laughs) Uh because i had too many questions dude i had too many oh i thought your parents didn't allow you your friends no 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 my friends didn't allow me to because i had too many questions (laughs) and i would always slow down their gameplay and they're like you can't play. Just go over there and sit in the corner and watch us. I was like, oh, man. So I knew the game. And then I would call them out. And I'm like, I don't know. That's not how they're like. (laughs) (laughs) But they showed me like, they're like, no, like all of these different avatars, all of these different versions of yourselves, they have skill set and they have different levels of of power and skills that you can use. And now that you're in, in integrating those without the trauma what you're left with is just pure energetic gold like you have all of these things to choose from it's like as you start to paint energetically the palette that you get to use is like ridiculously vast Mm -hmm. so you know be aware of that and start to tap into that and i feel like um the physicality is kind of one of those next big steps because 
we need to get ourselves in a place where we are in a better physical condition to receive and actually put all those things in play. I have I have visuals of some of my previous selves in my head. And trust me, none of them look like the one that I'm in right now. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, I would love to use some of those skills like... um but I don't know that I'm quite in the place to do that yet. And they're like, well, we're working on it. And it's like, yes, I'm working on it. But um, it's going to be like a quick minute. And it's like, it's okay, we have time. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm excited to hear that. But I think it's going to be something that a lot of people kind of get the nudge, nudge, nudge to do. It's And it's not going to be just a like, let's hop on a fad diet or, you know, everybody wants to fit into these cool clothes. It's, I, I think it's, it's going to be, it's more than, it feels like more than that. It feels like more than, you know, a Peloton machine and. It feels more organic. Yeah. Those things, those yeah. things were some kind of motivation, but they were a surface motivation in mm -hmm. the past. I know at least for me, I, and they worked to a degree. They just didn't have staying power. And I decided no. several years ago, I didn't want to do it unless I had staying power. I'm tired of being a yo-yo. I'm tired of trying, I'm tired of actually achieving something and then slowly slipping out of it. I don't want to do it anymore, man. Like, it's not fun, you know? So if it's going to happen, I want it to happen in the most organic way possible. I want it to happen entirely from the inside out. I want to feel that change empower me first. Yeah. Instead of me so hard to empower the change yeah exactly and it's it's interesting so as I've been talking about going through the journey with kind of finally deciding that the bariatric surgery was the way to go I had a lot of issues with that at first I had wow. a lot of I had a lot of stuff kind of tied up in that first because um you know, first of all, there's a lot of society stuff. There's a lot of, oh, it's the easy way out, even though it's really not. Oh, my God, mm -hmm. you guys, there are so many freaking hoops to jump through to make this happen. And it is a complete, you got to change everything. It's a complete and utter change. And there's, mm -hmm. there's, there's no going back from it. Like once it's, you're like, literally, you're having a portion of yourself removed. And I had all sorts of emotional stuff tied up in that. Part of it was the, like, I felt like I've been such a proponent of, like, live how you are, be your best to you. If you're feel, you know, if you feel comfortable in the skin that you're in or feels comfortable in the skin that you're in, appreciate the skin that you're in. And I have to a certain extent, but I still have that drive to do more than what my body will currently allow me to do. So, you know, when I, well, and I don't think, I don't think it's mutually exclusive to appreciate your body as it is, but also want it to be better, not only for no. what you can do with it, but for itself as an entity, as a consciousness, like, why not? No. And, and that's, you know, that's where I had to eventually get to. But at first, you know, there are little stumbling blocks that pop up. There are things like, well, here you've been preaching, you know, love you be as you are try to feel better in your own skin and then you're going to go and change it like and it's like well yeah <laughs> yeah because because now I'm in a place where because I've appreciated I feel because I've appreciated where I've been I can also appreciate 
the change that will be coming Mm-hmm. and i don't take it lightly at all and i don't but it, but there was some there was some mental stuff around that at first and you know so those were some hoops to kind of jump through but it's interesting because like some of my motivation right now is i think about things that that are definitely like bucket list kind of things that i haven't had the opportunity opportunity to do yet and it's not as though i couldn't do them in my current physical body but at the same time, I'm like, man, it would be so much better and so much like I want to be able to enjoy this stuff. I don't want to I don't want to have to huff and puff my way through a walk up to the tour at Glastonbury. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I think about being able to sing and like certain places where I want to visit and I want my voice to resonate. Currently, my diaphragm, my ab field is, you know, it could use some work. So <laughs> like I want to I want to be able to like, look, if I'm going to first of all, if I'm going to ever make it to the pyramids again in this lifetime, I have to be able to traverse the inside of that thing and that ain't easy. And it's going to be Mm -hmm, like 125 and that's not easy when you're carrying this much. And I want to be able to belt when I'm inside that sucker and I can't support that right now. I mean, I could work on it and I will be working on it, but it's not this, it's not quite the same. There's a portion of my, like mentally I'm preparing myself for it. Emotionally I'm prepared for it but i haven't gotten there physically yet physically i haven't tuned the instrument yet mm-hmm. but i can feel that on the horizon and i think that's what i'm trying to look forward to and step into and allow um because i also understand that a lot of the kind of getting to where i am now has been part of that old conditioning, part of the trying not to use the voice, trying to be quiet, trying to hide. And I've literally built this cocoon around myself to hide inside. And I don't want to hide inside it anymore. And that's the other thing um, regarding the message that we received this week, which is um, if you keep trying to reach for a familiar way of doing or way of being, you will continue to try and shove your expectations of the future. You'll shove them into what they were in the past. And that will keep Mm -hmm. taking you back to Mm -hmm. that energy, which you don't want. You want a fresh new energy. And the amazing thing about that is that once you give up what things used to look like. And that's, you know, it happens piece by piece. But once you realize that your anxiety is no longer anxiety, as an example, it's excitement. Mm -hmm. What do you do with the excitement? Of course, you don't know what to do with it. Of course, you don't know where to put it. Of course, you don't know how to spend that resource. You've never been able to appreciate it like this before. You are in an entirely new place. You have come into port And by coming into port, you realize now that you are in entirely unfamiliar surroundings. But whereas in the past, the phrase entirely unfamiliar would have perhaps given me a spike in anxiety. Now it's giving me a spike in in excitement. And Mm -hmm. once I figured out that that was a a spark or spike of excitement instead of anxiety, I realized, oh my God, that's how you go forward in this new space. 
you look forward, you allow it to expand, you allow yourself to open to it, come out of that cocoon. Because that cocoon Mm -hmm. was protecting you against a world that you worked really hard to leave and you've left it. But you have to have the faith that you've left it in order to bloom in this new space. And that's that's the tricky part that we're in right now. Well, and for some of us who had who had done it to such an extent to where your physical vehicle is has become um, you know, very much distorted. like a bunker, <laughs> yeah. like really a distorted, like a, like a I'm bunker there. to, to like, yeah. you know, hide inside the, I, again, I go back to something else that they had mentioned a lot earlier in this game. And that was that we can only take you so far with, with what we have. You have to work with the tools that are in your space, your time, you know, your dimensional space. And I feel like that's what the surgery is for me. It's one of I'm I'm using one of our tools to make some of the physical things happen. And that took a minute for me to wrap my head around and it wasn't until the freaked out me started doing research and going, okay, you know, I have to know what all the worst case scenarios are because that's where I start in a situation like that generally. I want to know you know, what, what sort of horrible, awful, distorted thing is going to happen to me if I say yes to this. And all of the things that were coming up were all things that I've been dealing with already for like the past 15 to 20 years. It's like, you already know how to handle that. You already know how to handle that. You've already had that happen. You've already lived with that sort of a thing. And once that happened, I was, once I realized that, I was like, oh, I see. I've I've really conditioned myself in the background to I've been preparing myself for this. I've been conditioning myself for this mm-hmm. for like the past, you know, at least 10, 15 years, if not 20. And it's a little bit nutty to wrap my head around that and like think of it that way and go, oh, all those things that I was afraid of happened anyway. <laughs> Yeah. They just happened in little manageable bite-sized chunks, which didn't necessarily seem manageable or bite-sized at the time. I can look back on some of those times now and go, oh, well, I mean, it was shitty and I wouldn't want to do it again, but <laughs> I figured it out. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, you figured it out and you kept figuring it out until you got where you are. And then you figured out that you were strong enough and capable enough to handle all the things. So here you go. <laughs> it's like, oh, I see. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm, I'm here to, I'm here to play with all of that. And um, yeah, it's been, it's been a cool experience. Like for me in this specific instance, watching other people and seeing things like setting goals that I wouldn't necessarily have set for myself or thinking about rewards that I wouldn't necessarily have thought of for myself that are more self-care related that don't feel like I don't know it's just more focused on me things like not necessarily new outfits or things like that but like hey you know if once you get to this point go treat yourself to a massage go treat yourself to a float go treat yourself to 
you know, a, a really awesome skincare routine or, you know, or a new, you know, something that you haven't tried yet. Go try that yeah. thing. Yeah. And, and I've been experiencing that too, but not, not yeah. necessarily in a physical way yet, but mm-hmm. I've definitely been, I think this is happening for everyone or will be happening for everyone in however, whatever mindset you have that imprisons you, the new way of challenging things that imprison you or make you smaller or make you shrink or give you or make you less than is going to come in as, but what would you like if things were different? What what, yeah. what could it look like if you had more? It's, it's a new expansion paradigm, which, you know, when I say it out loud, duh, like, where the hell else were we going to go? We had to go into expansion eventually. But what I'm saying is the excitement is that it's here. Yeah. Finally, it's here. We've done enough work to where we are capable of embracing expansion as opposed to too afraid or lacking faith or hope, too, too scared to hope in order to hold on to the idea of expansion. Yeah. And so new rewards are coming in to our heads as a result. And those rewards look like beyond what we already have. They don't look like, hey, you can buy yourself a new shirt anymore because new shirt was thinking small. Now it's, hey, you know, now you can go to the tour yeah. again and visit. Now you can go back to Ireland and visit those places with this new found knowledge, with all of your past life knowledge that you've collected, with all of your research that you've done, with all of the changes that you made inside your body and outside yourself. You get to go back and re-experience things that you've been wanting to do for forever because now in your perspective, they're possible, which is really the only thing that kept you from doing them before. Yeah. And it's a totally, it's a totally new reclaiming of strength in a way that, that, I mean, I certainly haven't done before and it's going to look slightly different for everybody. Like for me, it is literal, physical, like physical, physical strength like getting to step into a body that that will support you know ever absolutely everything that you want to do without oh, any no. struggle without any fight at all oh god i was just writing a note i was just writing mm-hmm. a note for us later when we were deciding what the title of the show was when we when we were mm-hmm. making instagram but you know just administrative stuff i keep notes along the mm-hmm. way and so i wrote down in quotes the lion's roar because it's a concept yeah. that we keep coming back to. <clears throat> and then they showed me the art I did for um, the eleven eleven gateway. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Lion's Gate. Lion. Oh. 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 That's oh, why the lion energy. Yeah. That's where the strength is coming from. That's where the. Sorry. It just, all of a sudden, yeah. I was just like. Wah, wah. <laughs> Duh. Dummy. So, yeah. Well, and it was funny because I was just thinking, what was it? The like before the end of last year, I, I, God, what was it? When was it exactly? I think it must have been like November sometime. Um, I think I had called you or texted you and talked to you about a show that, um, uh, Chris Hemsworth was doing for Disney. Oh, yeah. That actually wasn't too long ago. No. And I'm, I can't think of the name of it right now, but we can put it in the insights. Okay. But 
they just brought it up for me again because again it harkens back to the same thing and it's interesting because you know you think about freaking chris hemsworth he he's thor for god's sake right he's like the ultimate specimen if you if you were to picture in your head what that should look like he is exactly what that should look like and yet he was seriously tested within the confines of this show because you realize that with all of the conditioning, with all the things that he had done to to be the, you know, the beautiful physical him that he is, he didn't have the mental and emotional, like not all the things were connected yet. Right. And in the process of doing this show, he found a whole new level of strength by connecting to the the physical to the emotional side i've dealt with the emotional side and had to connect with the physical side but it's still those two sides coming together so how wherever you are in your journey whatever thing you're um missing right now those two things are going to come together in a way that you may not have experienced before or had even thought of before and and they continually bring me back to that space of that multi-dimensional ancestral self it's like all of these things that you keep feeling like are outside of yourself that you've if you're you know way deep into the spiritual realm you may have built altars for you may have created artwork or have done projects that are representative of this energy that you feel like is an ancestor, but in something outside of you. And I think what they're going to bring back to is that a lot of these energies that you are experiencing are ancestors, but they're ancestors in a different way. They are you. They are connected to you. They are pieces of you that you're calling back but you have full access to now in a way that I don't think we could have imagined even a year, year and a half ago, because we just weren't in a pocket of energy where, where that kind of linking existed. And then that again, takes me back to the whole conversation, the, some of my very early on Metatron conversations of, I just want to cut all the cords and having Metatron say, no, we're going to need those later. You can't just clip everything that you don't like. You have to sort it out and undo the knots and then realize that those are pathways that lead back to those portions of you that, you know, now you have full access to because you've done the work. Right. Um, so we came, in, we came in as a disorganized mess. Yeah, And the whole point of this journey has been to reorganize it so that the things that you didn't like now rest in a different place, whereby it affords you the opportunity to look at them from a new perspective and appreciate them because they're no longer mucking up other things over here because you've done the work to reorganize. That's what this whole journey has been about is reorganizing ourselves. And it felt mm-hmm. so arduous. It didn't, it didn't feel like... Yeah, it felt like a big cleanup, but it didn't feel like, you know, when you're you're facing 
an organization project at home where you can see everything plain as day. It felt like, oh God, what fresh hell is going to be revealed when I move this thing over here? What has it been hiding? You know, it was so scary. And now, now it's like, oh, that's why we couldn't just get rid of stuff. That's, I see now. Wow. Okay, cool. It's like, I didn't know that that belonged to something that I was going to use later. (laughs) Right. You know, how could I I have known? Yeah, it just looked like junk. Because it was in the wrong place. Well, because and, you couldn't see it. Well, and there's just there's a level of there's a level of understanding that you have to move through in this journey, and it's a big portion of what this journey is about overall. It's like you think of us when we are children. There's a reason why we have to go back and reconnect with those pieces and and do that work again, and that's because you have to come back to that portion with. A new level of understanding. Obviously, there are there are things that you are going to create back in in that early time, in that earlier portion of yourself that doesn't know how this world works, that doesn't know what it's like to be in a human body, that is very much just figuring things out and doesn't understand, doesn't understand society, doesn't understand culture, and you have to work through all of those lessons in order to get back to the beginning and go, here's the handbook. I've been taking notes and figuring it out for you. And here it is. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of go back through it together and go, Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I see what happened there. Well, let's. And I contend it cuts both ways. I contend it cuts both ways. I contend that there are bits and pieces that past selves did and accomplished that were way beyond our understanding now because of how society has shifted through the years, how cultures mm-hmm. have shifted through the years, and all of um, the distortions and beliefs that we took with us and that were handed down through the bloodlines. That took away a lot of our power. It took away a lot of our magic. It took away a lot of our self. I mean, this is a remembering of who you are, Mm -hmm. right? Which means that at some point you had to have been other aspects that knew more and could accomplish more and could work more freely in their environment, even though it was still what we consider to be this earth school that we're in. And it cuts both ways. Those selves would have never been able to make it in the world that we're living in, which is crazy town right now. And this self that is talking to you right now has skills that past selves did not have. And so what I believe is it's a transference over a membrane of, you know, this information goes back, this information goes forward. It's a unification because it has to cut both ways. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man. But it's awesome. Like I'm, I, I love, when we get to talk about it because I get energized by it every time we have the conversation and then I have to kind of go back and listen to the episodes that we create so that I can get re-energized again because you'll always get into little slumps and pockets of where you're like yeah yeah but today I just feel like mush Mm -hmm. and I don't know if I understand or believe any of that and then you hear it again and you're like Oh, wait, yeah, I do. <laughs> right. You feel yeah. that resonance, right? <laughs> yeah. You're like, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. I get it. I get it. I get it. I know where I'm at. I know where I'm at. It's, yeah. it's a little self-check-in. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's crazy. It's and that's crazy. just more proof that past you sometimes know, knows more than current you and vice yeah. versa. 
So there is a give and take between those selves. And I think that's probably another reason why it's so important to listen to your recording. If you go and you have a past life session done, you get that mm -hmm. recording and your practitioner says, listen to this recording because it holds keys. Those are the keys that it holds. That stuff yeah. that comes through knows more than future you sometimes and has keys to unlock what might have been, even if accidentally misplaced or put away in the wrong place um, or locked away for whatever reason, sometimes we go back into old habits and we need them to be, we need to be unlocked by ourselves again. This is after all a unification process ultimately, right? Yeah. I mean, we always look at it as a way to ult ultimately unify the world, the planet into um, a, a single consciousness, but that lofty shit aside, what we're doing for ourselves is we're unifying our own aspects, not just within this lifetime, not just the, the traumatic yeah, facets and the non-traumatic facets, but all the way back, back to the beginning. Uh, all the way back and and back and back and back again. Like I, I don't think I don't think I could ever fully express just how beneficial the the past life work has been for me personally. And I'm I'm kind of a big, huge proponent of I, I believe that everybody <laughs> can benefit from it. It just depends on whether you're in a place where you're ready to allow it to happen, right. and you're you're allowing yourself to sit with some things that might feel uncomfortable in the moment. But there are so many facets to those little keys. Those little keys have keys. Inside the keys, inside the keys, inside the keys, inside the keys. <laughs> because I I will think about something and it'll like just pop up out of nowhere. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, wait a second. If I take that and I rotate it like a quarter turn, like there's a whole new perspective, even just right there. Just with that right. one little teeny tiny pebble of information, I'll see something else. And it's like. And at this point, it's just, it's so dang fascinating that every time I revisit even just the tiniest piece of any of that work, I can glean so much more from it today than I did two years ago, three years ago, five years ago, six years ago. It's, it's huge. It's huge. And the, like being able to connect the dots is um it, i don't know it just it feels like it, it really is a huge tool in untangling that you know what feels like your great grandmother's jewelry box of mess <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean i was one of those kids that you, like literally my grandmother used to come to me and go here this will keep you busy for the next two hours and i would love it I would just sit there and like, oh, let me pick it apart. I can, you know, I can do it without breaking it. And I was so proud of myself for like untangling all of her costume jewelry without breaking any clasps or, or losing anything. And I look at that in my own life and my own experiences now in all the little, you know, all the times that I just wanted to go, it's like, can I please just take a pair of bolt cutters to all this bullshit and just... <laughs> Take the jewels and leave all of the, <laughs> you know, rusted, corroded, sacrifices you know, must be made. <laughs> I don't need any shit. I can get a new yeah. chain. Yeah. And my but, my answer to it like that was burn it with fire. Can I just burn it with fire? No, no, you can't. Why? No, no, 
because you really do need all of those all those little strands all those little pieces those are because that's the path ultimately mm-hmm. that's the road that's that's how you get from from a to b and and you can't you won't be able to see it if you're in the midst of that work you mm-mm. won't be able to see it it will feel like busy work it will feel very frustrating it will feel useless it will feel like a waste of time You'll be asking your guides, why are you making me do this? This is just stupid and I hate it and screw you. And looking at it from the other side now, I can it's be like, one of oh those Oh my God, it makes people. sense. Yeah, yeah, it all makes sense. Trust me when I say it will all make sense. On the Once you get to the other side, once you even approach the other side, it will start to make sense. If you are in that transitional phase, which I'm sure will happen repeatedly, but if you are currently in that transitional phase, it will make sense. It will be worth it. And it will start to get easier. You just, the, the hardest part is committing to it without resistance. It's the resistance that makes it so difficult. Yeah. And just the, the learning to like, every time I feel myself wanting to cast the line of doubt a little further into the pond, I have to sit there and remind myself to reel it in. It's like, (laughs) it hasn't happened yet. Tomorrow hasn't happened yet. Why are we, why are we freaking chest deep into tomorrow when we're not, when we're barely scratching the surface of today? Worry about today. Mm -hmm. Do today. Absolutely. And then deal with tomorrow, tomorrow. And it's, you know, and it's not that you, you get to, just throw everything away and not think about anything, but it, it no, certainly but is a to. huge help. Yeah, exactly. It's, a huge it's help. the best advice. Once I started, cause I started this year out with plenty of anxiety. What was I going to have to do? What was I going to have to face? What was my life going to look like? I felt at the mercy of the world. I felt like mm-hmm. I didn't have any freedom. I didn't know. I didn't know what I didn't know. And what I didn't know when I finally figured that out was I, I had no sense of fulfillment in my life. And I had no idea what fulfillment looked like. And I didn't know how to even, I didn't know what the path to fulfillment looked like. And the one thing that helped me the most over every other piece of advice that I could muster was keep it in a 24 hour period. All yeah, you have to worry about is as right much now. as possible. It, yeah. For some people, it's, it's, it sounds impossible to keep their minds in a 24 hour span. But think about it like this. Once I started keeping it within a 24 hour period, Every night when I do my evening ritual, which I've talked about tons of times on the show, every night when I do my evening ritual, I look ahead to the next day. What was that next day going to be like? And what I never realized while I was doing that is when you keep it in a 24-hour time span, what you're essentially doing is you are creating a safe space for yourself to put off the worry. And when you create a safe space for yourself to put off the worry, you are creating space for yourself to not only enjoy your life, but you are more able to actively create and manifest a better day to look forward to the next day, which then puts off your worry further. It keeps you from panicking in your head because when we panic in our head, all we can accomplish is panic. We can't can't do anything fruitful when we're panicking. So if you can keep your mindset within the 24-hour span and just keep everything else at bay for that 24-hour span and just do that every day, you will find yourself feeling 
like you can unfurl a little bit more and a little bit more. And it's that unfurling that will help you manifest a life that you want to get out of bed for. Yeah. And I know for me, one of the things that I used to do a lot was like, I wasn't just casting the net far into the future. I was allowing myself to sit in a place where I believed that only the future was going to feel better. That only that, that success was only going to happen in the future that it couldn't be had right now that that you know i was pushing things far out because that's where the treasure was sitting Mm -hmm. the treasure wasn't Mm -hmm. anywhere near me the treasure was way out there and if i could schedule things you know and create a, a a future world where you know future me was going to be happy then that was okay and i could look forward to that but it was but it was false. It was, right. you know, it's like, but no, no, no. It's all in right now. <laughs> you right. are creating tomorrow with today's energy. Where are you right. at today? And if today is not going well for you, I mean, that's okay. That happens. But start fixing it today in the moment and don't put it off to, well, tomorrow will be better. No, tomorrow is going to look exactly like today because you are still sitting in today and you are going to drag today with you into tomorrow, like wow. a ball and chain around your ankle, you know? And it's right. like, because you can't get your mind past that. Right. Um, so, yeah, I noticed Today's, that I was doing that a lot. Yes, me too. And 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 the other thing I noticed was, a few weeks ago, the guys were talking to me about busy work and I hate busy work. It annoys me. And then, and I was grappling with the fact that life is just busy work. That's all it is. There's nothing important happens. Mm-hmm. It's just, we place importance on things, but that's all a judgment that we've created and we've mm-hmm. manifested for ourselves. It's not real. And it mm-hmm. that realization pissed me off. I'm like, if nothing matters, then why the fuck am I here? And they're like, if nothing matters why the fuck do you care about what happens? Like it matters. And I was like, wait, what? I don't even, what? It just confused me at first. And it took me a while to sort of get to the point where I realized that if I can look at this next 24 hour period and the busy work, quote unquote, that's involved in in this next 24 hours, be it paying bills, be it going to get gas at the gas station, be it giving a tour to people in the rain, (laughs) which I have to do later today, Um, whatever that looks like for you, what if all of those steps are the steps that create, that get you to that lofty goal that you don't know how to get to? Yeah. Or better yet, what if the 24 hours that you're in, once you're in it and you feel safe to be in it, you feel safe to have the room to appreciate what it looks like? What if you start to realize that that 24 hours really isn't that bad? What makes it bad is your projection of that 24 hours being the same or worse days and days from now. That's really what, that's the heaviness that comes into most of our days is that we look at today and we can't appreciate it for what it is because we're so afraid that if we keep living like we live today, which is safe and comfortable or comforted, we will end up being punished by the universe for getting too comfortable, quote unquote for not waiting for that other shoe to drop. That's the punishment we're trying to avoid. And that's actually what makes us upset in our daily existence. 
when we stop yeah. and we just let ourselves exist in today, we realize today really isn't that bad. I mean, I had to do some things that I didn't enjoy. I don't like going to Home Depot. No offense, Home Depot. You're rad. I just don't want to be there, right? But if if it's just today, I, I don't have to go to Home Depot every day for the rest of my life and spend two hours there, you know? What happened? I went to Home Depot, bing, bang, boom. I had one aisle that I needed to go down and I didn't even realize it until I got there. It was over with. I came home and then I had the stuff to prepare my house with for the rain. Woohoo! You know, it was not as big of a deal as it would have been just even last year because it was just 24 hours. And out of that 24 hours, Home Depot was like a fraction. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't that big a deal. So, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice to realize that you can actually find joy in today. Like, even if you're yeah. just doing mundane stuff, even if it's not the greatest day or if you don't feel like you have all the energy, it's like, okay, well, then shift it just a little bit. Shifting just mm -hmm. a little tiny bit. It's like, okay, well, then I'm going to... You know, let's see, what what have I been saving for a rainy day? Oh, this book over here has been collecting dust on on my shelf, and I think I'd really like to read it. Okay, well, cool, do that. And then how was it? Mm -hmm. You right. know, did you enjoy that? And then you, you notice when you pick up the book that you want to read, you notice that, oh, it's really been collecting dust. I'm just going to take the Swiffer and dust off that shelf. And then you realize that the energy in the room has shifted, and you've actually accomplished something that makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it wasn't on your list of things to do and if it were on your list of things to do you probably would have been dreading it and putting it off for seven days to come and it would yeah. have been looming over you creating heaviness and oppression and instead you looked at the book that you wanted to read you took it off the shelf and realized oh damn I guess I've been neglecting it for longer than I thought and bing bing boom you took a Swiffer and it was not dusty anymore yeah and, and who knows an what that leads to yeah. Yeah. And it became an opportunity that you actually didn't mind. And it be it opened up, it became a key to opening up other opportunities to make your space more spacious, more inviting, more gracious, more comforting. And all of a sudden you get to wake up into the next 24 hours where you're like, oh my gosh, it feels so nice in here. I had no idea that was affecting me so much. And that's how you get into flow. And I think bringing it back around to the physicality, I think that's, that's how we're going to end up working with, within the physical self too. all of those things that seem like they're too daunting. I don't want to get up and go to the gym. I don't want to give up, you know, my sweets. I don't want to, you know, I enjoy this or that too much. S stop putting so many restrictions on it maybe it's not going to feel that restricted. Maybe you don't have to be restricted. What if you decide to, you know, you close your eyes and you click a link and you decide that you're going to go to the first gym that pops up on, on Google and it ends up being a place you've never been before. And it's totally fun. And they show movies while you're on the treadmill in a dark room <laughs> and you're like, I didn't even know that that was a thing. That's cool. <laughs> or maybe and you decide, you, you know, and maybe you decide you want your exercise instead of because exercise looks like a chore when you have to go to a gym. Maybe you decide you want like a box of chocolates exercise routine and it's just going to look different every time you do it. 
right? You know, maybe it's going to be a dance class here or a, a kickboxing class here, or it's going to look like hiking with a new group that you found in a nature preserve, or it's going to look like walking your dogs in a new neighborhood. And it's going to look different every time. And the different every time is what excites you about it. And that excitement yep. is going to translate back into your physical body as that buzz that makes you want to get up and do it. Woo! Yeah. That's a life I can live. I can do that. I can live that life. Right. And it's, and you know, it's like, I, I think I've just, like, for me personally, I've been biting off things in such big chunks that I've made it daunting on myself when I think my guides and my higher self have been trying to show me time and time again, it's like little teeny tiny, minute little changes will lead to huge shifts. Yeah. Don't worry about it so much. Don't put so much on it. Don't prepare so much. Don't prepare so much right. for the love. You don't need an entire workout wardrobe to go to the gym with. You don't have to, I don't, I don't have the money for that right now and nothing's on sale and I don't like the way it looks. And I'm like, oh my God, just, <laughs> just put on some socks and some old yoga pants and a t-shirt and just go. And just who mm. cares? Because sometimes you know. it's the just going that really is the big stumbling block. And once you're there, Truly. you realize, oh, I guess I could do this today, but you know what would make it more fun or more comfortable? This, that, or the other thing. Now I can, I have broken down the massive goal of getting to the gym into several smaller goals, which still might not be within your realm of capability the way you see them, but then you'll break those down into smaller goals. And that's how you get into the smaller shifts that are possible. And suddenly yeah. you're looking at what you get to do instead of what you have to do. And when it becomes a get to, you're like, oh God, I don't want to go shopping for clothes. That's horrible. Blah, blah, blah. I don't want to go shopping for workout clothes. That's boring. I don't want to spend money on that. All of a sudden, because you went to the gym, you're like, you know what? Now I have a motivation to buy nicer pants. Or I really do want to support my feet better. I'm going to get better shoes. And then it becomes, you have the money because it's something you want to spend the money on. It's not that you didn't have the dollars in your purse. It's that you didn't have the mindset that would allow you to spend the dollars in that way. Surprise. Or you have rewards waiting for you that you didn't know that you had. And <laughs> you find magic pants. Magic pants. <laughs> It is all about the magic pants and the it's magic shoes the magic and the pants. magic this and that. Yes. Where is the magic in your life? Where are you not seeing it? I guarantee you it's there. And I'm so excited for you. And I'm so excited that we're here to tell you this. And I'm even yeah. more excited that we're here to tell you this because we're experiencing it with you. You're not alone. Yeah. No, that's, that's the coolest. Where yeah. can you find the magic in your day? I'm telling you. It's there. Little things. And all you have it's... to do is plug into that buzzy feeling that you think is anxiety. And instead of fretting over it, fussing over it, think overthinking it, and letting it destroy your next 24 hours and the 24 hours after that, take it back to the beginning. What am I feeling? I'm feeling something that makes me want to move. What if it's not a bad thing? What if it's a good thing? Let's, let's explore it like it's a good thing. Let's go on an excitement for safari. And go do something with that energy. Go create something, even if it's within your house, even with if it's from your bed, create something with that exciting energy. 
something that other people yeah. can share in, something that just you can share in. It doesn't matter. Just create with it because that's what it is. It's manifestation energy. And I guarantee you, you, have you a are. Spark. Yes. You, and you do have the spark. You're just misidentifying it as anxiety, as fear. You are feeling the feeling in your body and you are telling yourself, oh my God, this is scary. <laughs> yes, it's scary because we've been taught not to manifest things because that gets us seen and punished, which is a lie. And you're you're looking for the flame, but you forget that the flame starts with the spark. And that's all it takes. It's all it needs. You got to kindle right. that sucker before well, it becomes the, the inferno. Spark, well, and when you get the spark, don't misidentify it as um, something that will burn you. <laughs> yeah. You know, is it the fire? Is it the flame of creation or the flame of destruction? They're the same thing. Mm -hmm. They can do either, right? So let's start harness harnessing that spark, that flame for our creation because we're long overdue. We're so long overdue. Heck yes. Heck yes. That's awesome. So again, like yeah. this show is going to drop on a Thursday. The Saturday after that Thursday, we are having a Discord meetup. It's slowly growing very slowly growing, but it is growing and it's completely fun. And we'd love to see you there. It's free for everyone. We post the links on our social media. Uh, we have a Patreon. You can, there's a public page. There's plenty on the public page. In fact, most of our stuff is on the public page these days. And we have an Instagram, which is using our inside voice. Um, and so, yeah, join us, come, come join us and come tell us where you're at so we can tune in for ourselves and for you and on your behalf. And when we have things to say, we know that we're saying them to the people who need to hear them. Yeah, absolutely. I think we've done the thing. Absolutely. All right, guys. Have a good week, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm.